I'm Richard Schwartz, President of Jewish Vegetarians of North America and the Society of Ethical and Religious Vegetarianism. I'm also author of Judaism and Vegetarianism, Judaism and Global Survival, and Mathematics and Global Survival. My topic today is, is fur a Jewish issue? Jewish worshipers chant every Sabbath morning, Nishmat Kochai Tvarek Et Shemcha, the soul of every living being shall praise God's name. Yet some come to synagogue wearing coats that require the cruel treatment and early death of some of these living beings whose souls praise God. To decide whether first should be a significant Jewish issue, we should consider several related questions. One, what does the Jewish tradition say about the treatment of animals? Two, how much suffering do animals raise the trap for fur experience? And three, does the wearing of fur coats have redeeming factors that would override Jewish teachings related to the proper treatment of animals? First, Jewish teachings on the proper treatment of animals. Judaism has beautiful and powerful teachings with regard to showing compassion to animals. The following are just a few examples. Moses and King David, the great Jewish leaders, were considered worthy to be leaders of the Jewish people because of their compassionate treatment of animals when they were shepherds. Rebekah was judged suitable to be the wife of the patriarch Isaac and thereby to continue the Jewish people because of her kindness in watering the ten camels of Eliezer, the servant of Abraham, the first Jew. Many Torah laws mandate proper treatment of animals. One may not muzzle an ox while he's working in the field, nor yoke a strong and a weak animal together. Animals as well as people are to rest on the Sabbath day. The importance of this concept is indicated by the fact that it's part of the Ten Commandments and by its recitation every Sabbath morning by many Jews as part of the Kiddush ceremony. The psalmist indicates God's concern for animals, for, quote, his compassion is over all of his creatures. That's in Psalms, chapter 145, verse 9. And there is a mitzvah precept in the Torah to emulate the divine compassion as it's written, quote, and you shall walk in his ways. Deuteronomy, chapter 28, verse 9. Perhaps the Jewish attitude toward animals is best summarized by Proverbs 12:10. The righteous person considers the life of his or her animal. In summary, the Torah prohibits Jews from causing tzabarichayim, any unnecessary pain, including psychological pain, to living creatures. Rabbi Samson Raphael Hirsch, an outstanding 19th century philosopher, author, and Torah commentator, eloquently summarizes the Jewish view on treatment of animals. Quote, Here you are faced with God's teaching, which obliges you not only to refrain from inflicting unnecessary pain on any animal, but to help, and when you can, to lessen the pain wherever you see an animal suffering, even though no fault of yours. Next, we shall consider the pain of fur-bearing animals. Fur is obtained from animals who are either trapped or raised on ranches. Both involve treatment of animals that appear to be far from the Jewish teachings that have been previously discussed. Animals caught in steel jawed leg hole traps suffer slow, agonizing deaths. Some are attacked by predators, freeze to death, or chew off their legs to escape. It's been said that one can get a, quote, feel for fur, unquote, by slamming your fingers in a car door. Canadian Wildlife Service report gives an idea of the terror that trapped animals face and their desperate efforts to escape. Quote, the stomach of trapped Arctic foxes often contain parts of their own bodies. They may swallow fragments of their teeth broken off and biting the trap, and sometimes part of a mangled foot. Almost every stomach contains some fox fur, and a considerable number contain pieces of skin, claws, or bits of bone. Unquote. 
Over 100 million wild animals are killed for their pelts every year. Many species of animals killed for their furs have become endangered or have disappeared completely from some localities. Millions of animals not wanted by trappers, including dogs, cats, and birds, die in traps annually and are discarded as, quote, trash animals. Many trapped animals leave behind dependent children who are doomed to starvation. Treatment of animals raised on fur ranches is also extremely cruel. On these so-called fur farms, millions of foxes, beavers, minks, ocelots, rabbits, chinchillas, and other animals are condemned to lifelong confinement with nothing to do, little room to move, and all their natural instincts thwarted. The animals are simply a means to the maximizing of production and profit. There's no regard for the physical, mental, emotional well-being. Because of the enforced confinement and lack of privacy, naturally wild animals often exhibit neurotic behaviors, such as compulsive movements and self-mutilation. The animals finally suffer hideous deaths by electrocution, by rods thrust up their anuses, by suffocation, by poisoning, which causes painful muscle cramping, or by having their necks broken. According to the International Society for Animal Rights, Incorporated, to make one fur garment requires 400 squirrels, or 24, 240 ermine, 200 chinchillas, 100 muskrats, 80 sables, 50 martens, 30 raccoons, 22 bobcats, 12 lynx, or 5 wolves. Judaism puts human beings on a higher level than animals and indicates that animals may be harmed and even killed if an essential human need is met. However, the wearing of fur is not necessary for people to stay warm during wintry weather. There are many non-fur coats and hats that provide much warmth. Also, one can wear one or more sweaters and other garments for additional warmth. Based on a prohibition of Tzabar Chaim, the mandate not to cause pain to living creatures, Rabbi Chaim Davin Halevi, former Sephardic Chief Rabbi of Tel Aviv issued a Pesach, or rabbinic ruling, in March 1992, prohibiting Jews from manufacturing or wearing fur. He based his decision on an extensive research of the Torah, the Talmud, and other authoritative texts. In his book, The Jewish Encyclopedia of Moral and Ethical Issues, Rabbi Nachum Amsel, a modern Israeli educator, states that, quote, if the only reason a person wears the fur coat is to show off one's wealth or to be a mere fa- fashion statement, that would be considered to be a frivolous and not a legitimate need, unquote. Rabbi Amsel points out that hunting for sport is not considered a legitimate need, and therefore Judaism prohibits it. The Talmud teaches that Jews are to be Rachmanim b'nei Rachmanim, compassionate children of compassionate ancestors, in the Talmud in Beitzah 32b. We want us to wonder if the wearing of fur is consistent with that challenging mandate. We consider also if the following words of Isaiah are valid today if we fail to show compassion to animals. Even though you make many prayers, I will not listen. Your hands are full of blood. That's from Isaiah chapter 1, verses 12 to 15. The following from poet, from poem by Coleridge also seems applicable. He prays best who loveth best. All things, both great and small, for the dear God who loveth us, He made and loveth all. What kind of lesson on the importance of sensitivity and compassion are young people getting when they see women coming to synagogue in fur coats on the Sabbath day? It is hoped that there will be respectful dialogue in the Jewish community on the many moral issues related to the wearing of fur, including discussions and possibly resolutions by rabbinic and other Jewish groups. Thank you.